Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. With me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy. I got no shtick this week. It's been a very hot day. <laughs> mm. Ready to talk about video games with my friends. Oh, yeah. Joining us to do... That very thing I just mentioned. Adam Knox, also hot, also <laughs> a warm day. Mm. Now is hot this hot and it's a warm day? Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. Attractive. Mm. You ate some chili and the temperature. No, 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 no. Physical attractiveness. No, yeah, I definitely had a I, spicy meal. I've got it going on. <laughs> I'm fucking sexy. <laughs> I'm feeling fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> you are looking sexy at the moment, Adam. Yeah, That's you had good. a bit of a haircut yeah. the other day, I noticed. It's so the first haircut that I've been happy with immediately. Really? Yeah. In my life that I can remember. You're always so trepidatious before you go to get one, and I, it's usually for good reason. Yeah, normally I have to wait fucking three weeks before I'm comfortable walking around again. Yep. But this one, she finally did. I think the key is yes. to not get that much off of the top. Yeah. I'm right. going to keep going. Yep. Tommy? Make sure you pay attention. <laughs> all right, to me. all right. <laughs> but I always just say like I don't know, making. Ne- I never know how to describe a haircut, or right. Like what I want, mm-hmm. or I don't have the confidence to be like, make me look trendy and fashionable, right? <laughs> but you, um, need, you know how people sometimes will go in with a photo of like mm. a celebrity or like a, you know whatever kind of haircut they want to emulate. <laughs> what you need to do instead is if you get the haircut. And then immediately you go, this is the one. Oh, yeah. You just get a photo of yourself right. straight away. Yeah. And then next time you're like, do this again. That's <laughs> true. Or you get a photo of like a celebrity, you get like Harry Styles, and you bring that photo in and you go, make this guy want to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. Way better bit. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm happy for you. I'm happy. Mm. Uh, I love the haircut. Yeah, it's a good yeah, haircut. Yeah, I'm happy with it I, too. Because yeah. I realised it was... I noticed it the other day while we were recording. I was yeah. like, hang on a minute. Adam's <laughs> so had a haircut. We'd already been... We'd spent like half an hour together already. <laughs> yeah. But this is my point is that usually when you go to get a haircut, I hear about the haircut long in advance of seeing the haircut. Yeah, that's true. We, we get issued with a, I'm so shitty at this haircut. Right, I yeah. look like a fucking idiot. I don't want you guys to look at me. Lower your expectations. Be, yeah, I'm going to be wearing a beanie. Don't ask me to take it off. <laughs> yeah. So it was weird for me to... To be able to notice by myself that you'd mm. had a haircut without the run-up. Yeah, she had um the the hairdresser had um a tattoo of scissors on her <laughs> arm. Oh, so yes. I reckon it's like a sailor getting an anchor on there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, that guy's a real sailor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a funny. What would a pod a microphone? I, I guess? guess podcasters. Oh would my get? god! An opinion I... about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a review on the on the shoulder. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> yes. Tattooed on the back of my neck. God, there must be. There must be. A, a million people would have a... microphone tattoos for sure. Crossed microphones with like, <laughs> like a little, swords, like yeah. a coat of arms. Yeah. 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 What about um, a jacket mm-hmm. that's made entirely of like 
arms, human arms, and you go like, "That's my family's coat of arms." Ooh. When people come in to the to the house, and then you're like, they're like, "What the fuck? Is it? Yeah. Where'd you get those arms Are from? Are they your family's arms? That would make more yeah, sense. yeah, 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 yeah. This I've is my chopped up my family. Coat of arms. This is my mm. family's coat of arms. This mm-hmm. is my coat of family arms. <laughs> or it's like the sisterhood. Feels like a hug every time you put it on. <laughs> or it's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yeah. It's your fa- the coat of arms belongs to the family. Right. So we rotate it every month. I have okay. it now. Mm. Then mum gets it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Then my auntie gets it for a bit. I mean, yeah. yours is better. Mine's a bit more wholesome. 41 degrees. <laughs> 41 degrees. Celsius. Did it get yeah. to 41 today? Yeah, 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 it did. It did. Apparently yesterday, uh, and I know this because I've looked at a bunch of Facebook um, posts with idiots commenting underneath it, mm. was the hottest day on Australian record on average across the country. The oh, hottest Australian right, average day. Yeah, okay. yes. So it was 40.9 degrees as an average temperature across the whole country right. versus the previous of 40.3 Fuck. set in 2013. And that's oh. those records have been going since 1910. And yeah. they have records before that, but they use different thermometers, a different type of thermometer, mm-hmm. so they don't count them. Mm-hmm. They used to put it up the ass. Of yeah, the yeah. Sky. <laughs> of everyone yeah. in Australia. <laughs> Average it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little low because some people were like in fridge rooms and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, it's crazy. In this, in Melbourne, we famously have very unpredictable weather. Mm. And one thing that you can always bank on is that when we do get a rare hot day, our public transport network just shits itself. Yeah, yes. I was getting a tram this morning, and it's like the screens that have the you know the next trams mm. coming. They've just got like a little warning, like. Well, it's going to be hot today, so oh. this is probably all going to go to shit. I've never seen them get out in front of it like yeah. that. That must be a new thing. They did that um, a couple of weeks ago when it, it was that really hot, windy day. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, it was about nine thirty, and I was going through the middle of the city. Yeah, maybe it was even earlier, and uh, everything was shut down, all right in the middle of the city, all the trams and stuff. And so I had to get off the tram and walk up, and it was fucking windy. It was yeah. all you know pollen blowing in my face. It sucked. And I got to the corner of uh, probably Little Burke and Swanston, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Classic corner. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the most <laughs> prominent Melbourne corner. corners. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a great corner. one. Yeah. And there's the Burke Street trams <laughs> just down and then the Lonsdale trams further up. Right. But it's a sort of a, an east-west tram gap. It's mm. a bit of a black spot. Yep. Um, and <laughs> as I went up, it, there were more and more emergency vehicles around. Mm-hmm. And got to, I think, that corner and there were a bunch of emergency workers standing and looking up and there was a guy, there was like tape, you know, cordoning off the street and they were like, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to have to go around. There, this is where the problem is. It's caused the whole network to shut down. We're fixing it. You're going to have to go around. I went, oh, not a problem. What happened? And the guy pointed to like the tram wires mm-hmm. up in the up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Not that high up, but you know, like <laughs> floor <sky>. two. <laughs> it's not the ground. He his telescope. <laughs> yeah. And I had a look up and there were like maybe 30 emergency services workers all standing around with their hands on their hips looking up at a blanket that was draped across those wires. Great. All looking at it like... I've never uh, seen this before. <laughs> so unable to think how about what, how do, what do we do about a blanket? It's do we tuck in the wires? How do we? <laughs> it's literally like the bit in The Simpsons where the train has to stop because there's a couch parked on the track. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. saw the guys standing around looking at it like, huh. And it was chaos. There were so many tram lines shut down <laughs> and they were looking up at it like, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, I've this never planned blanket. for this. 
And then is it that thing where it's like someone comes running down the street like, where's my blanket gone? They're like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I was asleep next to an open window and it just blew out. A yeah, guy wearing a nightcap in yeah. pyjamas. <laughs> Holding one of those big candles that's yeah. blowing everywhere. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, for all our international listeners, our country is burning to the ground at yep. the moment. Yeah, it's yes. fucking good shit. You oh. know how we love the budgie smuggler? Yeah. Well, now we're the budgie down in the coal mine smuggler. Canary smuggler. Canary smuggler. smuggler. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're the first country to literally burn to the ground because of oh, climate change. Actually, there's the argument that Syria, that had a lot to do with that. There's probably others that have it worse, to be fair, talking about it. I but guess the entire Amazon rainforest is on fire. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's that's bad. And did there, but, you know, in fairness. This is the first one that I live in that yeah. is burned right. down. And honestly, it's Sydney. Sydney is the city that Fuck. got it worse and first. It yeah. looks like the in uh, Blade Runner, when they go to Las Vegas, and it's like, Orange haze because yeah. of the nuclear fallout. That's what Sydney looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucked. And to be fair, you're right. Those other countries probably more severe mm. and uh, happened before here. Mm-hmm. But in fairness to us, did the prime ministers of those countries piss off on holiday as oh, that was happening? Very. <laughs> I reckon question. again, Syria maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good old time down here at the moment, folks. Yep. We're we're really living it up yes. in the land down under. You know what? We'll be uh, until the electrical grids all shut down because of a hundred blankets or whatever. <laughs> video games will keep me mentally warm yes. while the yes. temperatures rise. Yeah. Um. And we, well, I've been playing a game before we talk. We're going to talk about Game Awards, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And this, let's just point out very quickly, this is our uh, last kind of up to the mm. moment episode yes. for a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. So we've got three It's our last can. live episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Game of the Year next week and then we've got a two-part Games mm. of the Decade for the two weeks after that. So I hope you guys enjoy them. We did, we've done them already. They yeah. were a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Um, On the Patreon for those podcasts, we'll be going year by year and looking at the last decade and like other pop culture, which has been really fun for the ones we've done so far. Yeah, yeah. it's been very interesting. Yeah. Recorded so far. We haven't put any up yet. Yeah. We're going to miss... Uh, I, we'll talk about that later. But um, in the meantime... To, yes. Oh, fuck. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, Ben. It's not coming. Get ready to God say those two no. beautiful words. <laughs> Fuck <I'm> you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can do it, Adam. No, nah, it's gone, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's gone. Because uh, I got the Xbox 360 out to play Mass Effect 2. I've oh, yeah, gone yeah. back and played another one that I, a game that I kind of missed out on mm. during that era. Either of you ever played Dead Space? Dead no. Space, no. Yeah, I have now. Wow. <laughs> it's good. It. Uh, oh, I've seen clips of it because it's supposed to be pretty scary. It's kind of scary. Oh, uh, got a tough guy yeah, over right. here. Well, it's, okay. the music is very like... <laughs> it's like all strings and like, right. you know, trying to scare you. But mm. it's a third-person shooter. It's Resident Evil 4. Okay. But right. in space, right. pretty much. And then like kind of more... That's oh, third-person. Yeah. Okay. Did I say first? No, no, I think I just thought it was first person. Yeah, right. Um, no, 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 third person. It's like almost exactly the same control setup as Resident Evil 4. Right. You've even got your weapons have that like laser pointer on a bunch of them. Oh, right. Um, it, it's from 2008, so Resident Evil 4 was only like three, four years old mm-hmm. at that point. Um, it's really fun. Like it's it's a pretty straightforward um, shootery type game now. Mm. That, that style of third-person shooter has very much been done. I think this, you can see little bits and pieces of influence in it. Like, um, this is pre-Uncharted 2, and it's got some of those segments where it kind of 
takes control off of you and things grab you or fall, blow up oh, yeah, next right. to you and the camera swings around and mm-hmm. shit. Um, but you're mainly sort of walking through this derelict mining spaceship that's had some horrible breakout of an alien virus that turns people into zombies. And you uh, are going through just do it like every there's it kind of distinct chapters that are basically levels each mm. in like a different subsection of the ship. So it's like one will be an engineering and one will be a medical and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, you get given just fucking like it's a constant stream of these other people you're with going like, oh, now this is broken and we can't get there. Yeah, so you got to right. go turn the satellite dish on or else we can't do this. Right. And then you got to go over to this bit and, oh, there's another button we need to push, which is just an excuse to drive you through different yeah, yeah. combat rooms it's and very, shit. very, like, doomy or even, like, Alien Isolation was kind of that. It was like, yeah. you got to go over here, but to go over there, you need to unlock this yeah. and re- recharge the blah, blah, blah. And then you come back to the first bit because the whole sort of level's looped around yeah. on itself. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's fun it, it's Similar again to Resident Evil 4 It's mm-hmm. super Resident Evil 4 It's not quite as good as that um, Just because it doesn't have that same uh, A, it's not like as much of a fucking mind-blowing thing yeah. For when that came out And it, it's not quite as um, varied throughout mm-hmm. It doesn't do quite as good a job of giving you The different locations and the different set I mean, you set on this one ship And yeah, so like, right. yeah, there's a, like a garden-y bit but it still looks all kind of similar. Sure, sure. And you're fighting very similar enemies because the main combat thing is that you are trying to cut off limbs. Right. To make a coat of arms, if you will. But you've got like... so How did you seed that so far in advance? I'm going to foreshadow. (laughs) I'm going to practice foreshadowing on every one of these podcasts. You've done some five I'm playing 8D chess over here. (laughs) This is like Arrested Development. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weaker as it goes on <laughs> you, You've got this uh, gun The first gun you get is called a plasma cutter And it has a horizontal like So every gun has like an alternate fire right? And you press it for this one And it flips it to either vertical or horizontal And you've got three lines across That'll either try and cut it vertically So if their arm is coming out to the uh, side yeah, right. You'll cut it vertically like that And mm-hmm. if it's a leg you'll cut it horizontally and so you're trying to delimb these aliens because it just kills them quicker than shooting their main body. Mm-hmm. And but it's kind of cool because then you know if you shoot their legs out first, which I think is the best thing to do, they can't run at you anymore. Then they're crawling towards you, and you can shoot their arms out. Right. Um, and it gives you an okay variety of different types of enemies there, but they all do boil down to try and find the small bit that you can shoot, and shoot that bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get some kind of cool weapons. You get to upgrade, you know, your suit and your weapons and things like that slowly as you go. Pretty standard kind of progression-y thing for like a quite linear third-person shooter, but it all works well. It's all got like a pretty good atmosphere. The graphics mm. have aged, obviously. It's like 11 years old now, 12 nearly. Um, going to school, going to elementary school. That <laughs> game is starting to get a bit of an attitude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know where we went wrong. <laughs> But I'm enjoying it. It's it's it still holds up. I'm surprised. Played, kind it's of the first one, right? It's the there very are sequels, first. aren't there? Yeah. There's two and three. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you own this game already, and you'd never got around to playing it, or did you head down yeah. to EB and forage around in that little pre-owned <laughs> bin like a little rat? Just dive in like Scrooge McDuck into a big pile of three. No, I, I owned this and had played like maybe an hour of it and just drifted off. Yeah, right. More than a decade ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and now I regret it because yeah, it's pretty good. And, and it probably would have hit harder at the time. For sure. Right. Mm. And it's it keeps, even though the string of stuff you're doing is go fix this part of the ship so we can try and get off, 
Um, all the stuff you're doing along the way remains fun. It's got a really good atmosphere. Uh, just like creepy little whispers and shit and like the the music is great the music seems to be like tied to the enemies so as you get closer oh, to them it oh, gets cool. more intense yeah, so right. as they start to fucking get it, it it can be really um when it throws a lot at you it can be really hectic mm. did you turn the game on and you had your old save file from a decade ago to sitting there oh. no name hot adam <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the 360 <laughs> I'd have had at the time then died. Ah, right. So it's all, all brand new for me. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm going to go back through the other two, I reckon, yeah. now. I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying this series. And I think it. I'm surprised. I guess EA hasn't really put much stuff on the Switch. EA and Nintendo don't have the best relationship anymore. Mm, yeah. Like they've got those dodgy FIFA ports that are like not the proper one. It just gets slammed for how shitty they are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because this looks like it could easily run on a Switch. Mm -hmm. And if you put them out as like, even probably separately, people would buy them at full price again because the Switch is fucking weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But it's surprising that this is... One of those ones like Mass Effect that has stayed mm. back in that previous generation yeah. and never really mm. got the the re-release. Yeah, because it's it's good. It's Resident Evil Four, but a little more linear, kind of, or just like a little. It, it's not quite as good as one of the best games ever made. <laughs> but um, yeah, Resident Evil Four in space, it's fun. Yeah, would nice. You, would you? Um, is there anything that you would perhaps uh, award it? Um, to put it into a category and give it like a oh, okay. shiny medal or yeah, a trophy or something like, like that. Maybe um, best limb removal, spookiest 2008 limb removal game. Right. Okay. okay. I bet there's going to be someone who's like, actually, this came out then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, limb Chopper 2000 came out <laughs> very late <laughs> in 2008, but um, very spooky. Yeah, but it. it, it I, I. I may award it. Something. Oh, it's got a P. It's there's a PC port too, so oh, you could sick. jump into it yeah, if you yeah. wanted. Mm. Why do you ask me if I would award it anything, Tommy? Because the Game Awards were on over the weekend. What? <laughs> and I thought it'd be a bit of a laugh if the three of us talked about it. Uh, what do you say, fellas? Absolutely not. <laughs> One last score for all time's sake. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about Gears of War two again. Yeah, yeah. I want to do. I want to cover Civ three. Yep. Not six. Not the expansions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Game Awards. Nox, you watched it live. I did. I, I was like cooking and cleaning and shit. Yeah, so yeah. it was nice to have on in the background. I was at work, so I was watching li- little bits and pieces, sort of sound on occasionally. Mm. But uh, I was drunk in a paddock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, but I, obviously, yeah, I've gone back and watched everything. Even the stuff that didn't look interesting to me. And there was plenty of it. Mm. Uh, as a production, because uh, like for whatever reason, the Game Awards has become... Big, yeah, right. Yeah, because that Jeff Keighley guy who's put it together used to work for G Four. Is it that there's like a video game oh, channel, right? In the attack, US, attack the show, all that sort of and, shit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it exists anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, that. Yeah. So when I think so, he was doing this back there on that sh- channel, right? Right. And then they kicked him out, and he just started his own thing, right? Um, Did he? Because wasn't it on Spike TV for a bit? Yes. Yeah. I think that's the one. I don't really know. They're all American channels and I'm not too yeah. sure about them. We don't have the same thing we're over not, here. And we're not all American boys. No, I'm 0% American. Same. Personally. Mm. I've got American blood. 
in a jar. Yes. By, do you really have American blood in you? I got a bone marrow transplant from someone who's American. How about so that? So one could... Well, I changed... My blood type this, changed This sounds like a riddle. <laughs> this is like one of those... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got, I've got um, you, I'm holding your baby. Like, if you want him back, <laughs> tell me, what nationality blood do I have? <laughs> yeah, right. That's interesting. Um, but... Separate. I, I don't know how to come. There's no fucking. Trend. I once did a tweet that is relevant to this situation. Mm. Uh, you could say to a vampire, "Do you want some American blood in you?" Yep. If you were American. Well, Tommy could. I yes. could specifically. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's what I want to fuck the vampire. That's sort of the implication, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a classic Ben Vanell head scratcher. <laughs> I'll do a riddle later on, but yeah. As a, so I watched the whole the whole production. Yes, and it's really weird. It's so the thing is the thing about the Game Awards is it's not like the Emmys or the Academy Awards. No, it's half trade show, half series of trailers. It's, it's m- more bald faced capitalist. Ninety <laughs> percent ads. Yeah, yeah. And the actual awards are voted upon by eighty outlets mm-hmm. and then like weighted or whatever and uh, so the actual voting is real right but everything surrounding it like there are ad breaks in this show that mm. is a show full of ads <laughs> yes. it's yeah. insane and the ad yeah. breaks were hilarious it was all like neon shit people being like hey quit vaping <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> just, the fact that we've gotten to quit vaping ads now rather than quit it's just crazy i love it yeah <laughs> Some guy coughing up blood into like a PewDiePie handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, though, I don't mind the thing of like debuting trailers and stuff in an award show. I like if the Oscars yeah. just chucked a few new, you know, like a new Scorsese trailer at the end. That'd like if you win, rule. you get yeah. to fucking play your new trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah, Fuck. that'd be sick. It's well, it's like this, the Super Bowl halftime show combined with an actual awards show. Yeah, yeah. which I don't. Mind as a consumer, yeah, I, th- I think I agree. I'm like, this makes it much more interesting well, to me. The thing I was there for, and I think you probably mm. as well, was the trailers. Yes. I couldn't give yeah. a shit who won these different categories. We'll talk about it a bit maybe. I, I think because uh, even though they are voted on by games journalists, it's so... Uh, I find it hard to respect every game's journalism outlet on an equal level. Right. So I find it hard to take all of those votes seriously. Right. So it's still more just like, oh, I guess that was a, a good game. And this there's year. 150 places that do their own game of the year. So yes. this one doesn't feel like it has any specific importance oh, over any of them. If all Our of game them, of the year episode up next week. <laughs> if all of them, like all the major outlets, didn't publicly do a game of the year right. and they all actually voted together and it came out in this award show, that'd be cool. Yeah. Right. I probably would care a lot more about that. Exactly. But if every one of the Academy was putting up their own top 10 movie lists, yeah. the Oscars lose a lot of weight. Absolutely. But um, speaking of weight, it, it was meant to start at like 11 a.m. our oh, time right. and then got pushed back like an hour and a half for some reason. And then Valve said, oh, Half-Life Alex actually won't be there. It was going to be, but sorry, like mm. hours beforehand. Mm. Wow. I reckon I, I have no reason to believe this, but I reckon they started late because Green Day were running late. <laughs> I was going to say that it's it sounded like a concert. Yeah. That's the only time that anything runs late. Yeah. It's fucking Green Day. It's you, either Green you, Day or Grimes. Oh, oh did they Why play? Why it started late. Oh, they played. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. So Green Day, Grimes and Churches all, mm. all did ah, songs there. okay, right, right. Yeah. 
each of which I found more embarrassing than the last. Honestly, I preferred it to Meredith. I didn't need to go to a music <laughs> festival. I got. I actually like Green Day. I like churches. Churches I like Grimes. with the Death Stranding, mm-hmm. black makeup, mm-hmm. like crying stuff painted yep. on her. Yep. Because she was doing a song from that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimes has a song in Cyberpunk 2077. Right. So she was there. And Green Day were nearby. Yeah, I think. I bet this is another Jeff Keighley. Like, I used to love Green Day. He literally <laughs> he said that. He yeah. said, I've been. To, these guys are one of my favorite bands. That's, so that's the reason. That's cool. The same yeah. as Kojima being there. But so they had like a pre show thing where they did some of the awards, like yeah, best yeah. fucking esports gamer. And then the side of the screen was just indecipherable nonsense of their names. <laughs> just gribbusters. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the main thing started. And it's that, that that loop that they have of getting the people who've won the awards and stuff up who are like fucking these programmers and stuff mm-hmm. who have never had the media training or have had a little bit to deal with a press conference at E3 or whatever yeah. or like a small room. But each of them seeming nervous. It puts me on edge. The whole yeah. thing like, yeah. it puts me really fucking on edge. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I get on edge if I see a comedian who I know is good get on stage. You know, <laughs> right? Sure. It's like yeah. let alone someone who is probably not equipped to handle public presentation. Mm. But then here comes Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> oh God, that was <laughs> as she mispronounces Tekken, and you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Oh. God damn it. To Ken. To Ken. To Ken. That's a wild read. Yeah. yeah. That's a wild stab in the dark. <laughs> uh, why just would you not why would you not before you walk out make sure you I mean maybe she but did. But they were just having some Vin. they were having some pretty improvised seeming banter. Right. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Vin Diesel, they played a trailer for the worst looking Fast and the Furious God. game. It, it looks fucking terrible. It looks like an iPad game. <laughs> it's absurd. It's yeah. like a PS2 fucking Vin Diesel render. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading that this presentation was simulcast in select movie theaters throughout the United States. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Wow. Heading down to the local picture house to catch this. Yep, it's pretty brutal. But that's where you get your Game Awards swag. <laughs> oh. So yeah, they played some trailers. We'll talk about them. Mm. But the main show started pretty late. I was cooking away, thinking, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, okay, here we go." Your Fucking. rice is starting to burn. You've been cooking so long. Yeah, some Come on. new ass Assassin's Creed game or whatever. Who cares? Will mm-hmm. be announced. <laughs> And then Jeff Keighley does this very somber to camera like, sometimes at these shows, you get the opportunity to reveal something. Leaks happen in this industry. But sometimes you get to surprise people and reveal something (laughs) brand new that people don't know about. Enjoy. And then they fucking show the new Xbox. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, like, I genuinely was like, oh, what's this going to be? Fucking Bubsy. <laughs> yeah. And there was the new Xbox. Just quickly, you know what would be great? You know, like the Oscars and stuff, as they have the in, the in memoriam. Mm-hmm. Him talking about leaks, that would be great if at uh, the Game Awards, they have like, an, it, it's in memoriam style package, but it's all the leaks that happened during the year. Oh, yeah. Just black and white, yes. soft focus photos with sad music. Just like... The National Pokedex, really, (laughs) (laughs) people really up in arms. But yeah, new Xbox. It's crazy. The Xbox Series X. Not a place that anyone thought this would be announced. No way. Yeah. So unexpected. I Mm. wonder how that happened. I wonder what the decision was there where Microsoft has multiple of its own trade shows. Yeah. 
But maybe just they know how many eyes end up on this Game Awards thing. I think the timing was pretty good as well. Yeah. They're yeah. way ahead of the PS5 kind of reveal. Yeah. Because yep. I bet Sony was pretty... Ha- there was one game there called, I think, fucking oh, Godfall. Godfall. Yeah. yeah. That was the first technically announced PS5 game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which not a good showing. <laughs> no. Yeah. To, to, I mean, it's just some third party game. It looks pretty lame to me. Yeah. At least. I guess someone in at Microsoft probably also realized too they're going to get a little extra conversation out of the fact that, you know, what an unexpected place to announce it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, not that it needs it because it is a big announcement, but like, hey, this will just kind of add a bit more, you know, it might extend the conversation a little bit. Yeah. It yeah. Might get people talking about it in a slightly different way. It was definitely like kind of a blind side because they showed what it looked like, the name. Which were two, you know, huge things that they seem to be way behind on. Mm. I guess they haven't showed the PS5 looks like yet, but so it no seems more concrete than this Xbox did until last week. Yeah yeah, 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 I think so. So I don't think anyone expected it to have a good name, no. given their track record. Mm. But even with that low expectation, oh boy, S- Series X. I've come around on it. Oh, it, to I me, like it. I don't. I don't dislike it. I don't like it. I think it's. I think because I was preparing myself for these consoles to be so like this is a DVD player. Yeah, it's not. This is not like the Nintendo Switch. This is not. Yeah, Xbox coming out and having the name Xbox originally. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a, a an iteration on a piece of technology that now is normal. And I think it's, it's like gonna, buying a radio. It's right. probably going to get more iterative yeah. as it goes on because I reckon you know how that they were talking about there was the Scarlet and the Lockhart. Lockhart. Was the other one, which is like the lower spec new Xbox. Right. That was maybe uh. not going to have a disk drive and stuff. Right. That might end up just being called Xbox or something. I reckon mm. Series X, because this is their like, oh, here's okay. the powerful one. Yeah. This is the most powerful shit in the world. It looks like a PC. Right. Basically. And it's like how you get those Apple Watch editions or whatever. Like, yeah, sure. It's that like prestige name kind of thing. I still mm. think it, like all names for this sort of stuff, it is kind of stupid. Sure. But it's less dumb than it could have been, I guess. I guess the yeah. problem is that they just have fucked themselves with the conventions of their naming where yeah. they went 361. So it's more just like, well, yeah, what do they do? Yeah. They, There's nothing, they yeah. should have got, they should have not started this ridiculous convention <laughs> yeah. all those years ago. Because well, I'm willing to bet the boxes that you'll buy, mm. the game boxes for this, won't say Series X on them anywhere, other than on the back where like playable on. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I think I bet it'll just say Xbox up mm. the top. Interesting. <laughs> and they'll have this, and then in three, four years they'll have another thing, mm-hmm. and and do more of an iterative cycle and get closer to being PCs. Maybe end up having like a modular thing at some point. Mm-hmm. This is not that bad of a move. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. Um. And also, I think it looks cool. I'm into it now, yeah. I don't mind it for how, yeah. I think I like the name more than how it looks. Sure. I'm not convinced. (laughs) It's too chunky. It does look like a PC. It does. It's not going to be anywhere near as big because they showed a controller next to it and you can see by it's like six controllers sort of stacked. So three up. And two back. Yeah. Okay. So it's that like still yeah. pretty. That's okay. Pretty it's big. It's big, but it's not that much different to a normal console now, to any of the existing ones. In terms of height. That's well, because really it high. can it can go sideways oh, it can go as well. Way, yeah, yeah. 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 They're just 
showing it vertically oriented like mm. the PS2 was shown all the time originally. I did look at a picture of it rotated on the side and it's yeah. still it just looks like a giant console it, even yeah. on its side. It looks it's it's definitely a boxy almost like pushing towards being square yeah. like a GameCube looking thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. The it does look like a fridge or a subwoofer <laughs> or a yep. fucking one of the smart speakers and all of that stuff. Well, I and this is, you know, this is probably a controversial one, but Ooh. the thing that turned me around on it was I saw a meme that someone had made where they'd photoshopped uh, two of these to be the Twin Towers. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know God. what? <laughs> I've come around. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, the the it's a pretty basic look. It looks like one, one, like an um, audio receiver yeah, an type of thing, yeah, just like, yeah, a like a big boxy thing. fucking yeah. thing, but... Well, it's kind of modern it's looking. Like it's got the green light that comes on mm. through the grill at the top, which I think is kind of cool. It's funny to even have a discussion about it because it's like at the end of the day, who cares? It sits in a cupboard <laughs> sure. and you have it that you probably, most people with their entertainment unit things, it's just behind a cup. So you're never really looking at it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it'll like, hopefully have somewhere that it easily fits. I don't think its dimensions are so prohibitive mm. that there won't be right. some configuration that it can go somewhere Right. in most people's things. Yeah. And what about the controller? The controller's That's basically the same. Yeah. Mm. It's like a little smaller, apparently, and it's got like a flatter face. Yeah. The and then D-pad's changed. It's a circle thing. It's like the ones thing. that the Elite controllers had mm. with like the kind of hexagonal looking thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's got an extra little button on it that's like a share button. Yeah. It looks like. Okay. Which every time this comes up for anything, any controller, yeah. I ask the world at large... Who uses that? But the I guess, share button. Yeah. Yeah, right. I've, I've only ever pressed it by accident. I've used it a couple of times when like a glitch has happened or something. I've gone, huh. Right. And like saved that. Yeah. But I mean, going forward into the future, it'll be more and more. I guess. Used. Streamers. And I think we're largely not the demographic the demographic of people who yeah. use that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. I, the, the amount of money that Microsoft is pouring into Mixer. With yeah. like Ninja and all those people that they're giving these huge paychecks to to come mm. and be exclusively streaming on them, it makes sense that it would have that button on. Yeah, it. right. And I it's remember just sort being of tucked away down the bottom, being embarrassed at the thought of capturing my own gameplay. Right, like like I forget what it would have been, but the option to capture something and then put it on Facebook, I was like, right. oh, oh my yeah. god, if that ever happens by accident. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every I'm time, dead meat. <laughs> every time I accidentally hit the screenshot button on the switch, yeah. I'm like, ew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why that is, but that's how I feel about it. But this yeah. last generation of consoles was the first group of consoles to bring that in. I guess it's been on PC forever, but mm. it, so it, it is still a relatively new thing. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, yeah. I don't know. It's. It doesn't take up any extra space, really. It's right. just hidden away down the bottom. Mm, Maybe if you're using it as a PC controller, it can work as something else. Yeah. Don't get nice. me wrong. When I'm on the laptop, I love a bit of screenshotting. <laughs> when I'm on the phone, <laughs> oh, I love yes. a bit of screenshotting. I'm pushing the Messenger app gets a lot of screenshotting. <laughs> the Facebook timeline. <laughs> oh, a few Instagram stories. Yes. Every now and then I'll get on there and I'm like, what the fuck is this person on about? <laughs> <laughs> Straight into the group chat. What do you think of this, fellas? Now, if there was a some sort of function where it was a screenshot and send to the group chat. Oh yeah, shortcut. That yeah. I would be all for. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> something about the 
the way that the even the PS4 and the Xbox One did, does it though, where you don't have to think about it. It's being done on a separate processor thing, and you can go, hey, capture the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. Right, it's cool. Right, cool, so yeah. it'll it'll that I think absolutely needs to be there, and mm. there's an expectation, especially I would imagine of a younger demographic, right? Yeah, that that be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, that Xbox One controller is great. Yeah, and yeah, yeah don't mess with it too much. Very I, smart. I love that the change is that it's slightly smaller because yeah. I do think it's slightly too big. The existing one, sure. And if it's moving towards a sort of Nintendo Switch Pro controller size, which is only slightly smaller, yeah, that's my ideal controller. Yeah, probably. I really like the Xbox controller. So mm. slightly more refined. Ref- God, refined version of that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be into the the bumpers, the LB and RB. I'm mm-hmm. not super into. They're a little clicky. I'd like for them I to like be more buttony. Click. Yeah, uh, they feel like shift buttons. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. a set. That's why I like them. I think. I, th- I would like them to feel more like an L1 R1 type. Right. Button, yeah, right. Yeah. Personally, but you like the big. You like the triggers, don't you? I do, and I like I like the size of that controller. Mm. But um. A little bit smaller won't hurt anybody. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if they've got a similar sort of haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are they fucking called? We Triggers. just said it. Triggers. <laughs> yeah. All that sort of thing. Uh, they're the my favorite improved. thing about those controllers. Yeah. So good. They're good. And they're great PC controllers. They just mm. work with that sort of stuff. Or the newer ones do. The older ones didn't have Bluetooth, which was fucked. Right. But uh, yeah, nothing particularly crazy there. It's twice as powerful as the Xbox One X, they've said, mm-hmm. which is interesting because the One X can't really use, it seems like, its full power all the time because the games that it plays are designed for that base Xbox One as well. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, and again, what you're saying about the idea that there'd be different um, consoles within this sort of range. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know if I like that. And it, it's, well, because for know, a while at least... The, the Halo and shit like that will be coming out on the Xbox One mm. as well. So Halo Six, I believe, will be playable on that base Xbox One and this thing. Yeah, right. So there's such a huge range there that yeah, they're probably and yeah. they've already they all their first party games are coming to PC. Yeah. So they're making them with a huge range of hardware in mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Right. It's mm. like we talk about with you know with PC there can be such a range, and it I guess cool if you have the top of the line thing and you can just make the game look as good as it can possibly look. Yeah. But it would I think it would be more interesting to just have the one that is super powerful and maybe it's really expensive and maybe that prices a lot of people out, but it means that developers are making these games that have these effects in them mm. that have to be there and are integral to the game in a way that right that it, that it has to look like that. Like Not reflections just like, are important to the game play, in, so you need ray tracing. Or I think whatever. it would be more interesting to think about, like as a development team, yeah, to to have to think about that of like this yeah. game could not run on anything else rather than just like it be. Oh yeah, you can make it just look a little prettier. That's not as interesting to me as if it were like yeah. However, it would be interesting to see what development teams could. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you need to use reflections in some way. Yeah. You just wouldn't be able to run on lower hardware. I, that would be cool to see. I agree in the sense that, yeah, I think it will s- slow down innovation. Because, mm. like, yeah, you think about the, the massive jumps between the previous consoles, mm. probably more so the earlier generations. Like, it, it really did. People would be like, oh, now I can do this, which means I can do this, which means the kind of games that were getting made changed. This... I think is going to slow down development for like a decade, especially if it becomes an iterative thing 
Maybe. across the board. But we're also getting the jump of like this thing will have the SSD in it. It's got a powerful processor in it. Yeah. So there is still some stuff that people can treat as being standard. And mm-hmm. we don't know whether or not the game's coming out for this will have the option of being like, this can only be played on the Series X. Because right. all I'm saying about the Lockhart stuff is hyperbole. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah. Not hyperbole. Hypothetical, yeah. Hypothetical. Um, Even, yeah. I guess the SSD stuff is like every game can become a God of War one-shot <laughs> action game. Like there's just no loading screens anymore yeah. almost, which is very cool. And that's, a, I guess, a creative way to implement it. The loading screens will just be because everything will be online. And so yeah. there'll be <laughs> online connectivity problems all the yeah. time. Yeah, uh, There are a few Xbox, the Series X, it is a bit stupid when you say it out loud, mm. when you have to like talk through it. I wonder how much they wrote it down versus said it out loud. In Xbox, their, Series yeah. X. Xbox Series X. Xbox Series X. If you just call it Series X, Series X, it doesn't roll off the like tongue. You're s- definitely they want people to just call it the Xbox. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully that happens because saying Xbox Series X. There's too many S's in that. I feel like a snake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't like it at all. The Xbox Fuck. Snake. Now that would <laughs> Ooh, be good. Damn. Okay. But then... Snake. It, yeah, it, people go back to like Nokia Snake. You couldn't call it that. Cool, that's classic. That's Everyone good. I love that game. Yeah, nostalgia is in, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, they showed the big one for the Xbox. I guess was the new Hellblade game. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, was that the first? That was the first trailer. I think it was an announcement. Of, yeah. Yeah. Sequel. Yeah. yeah. Senna yeah. was Saga Hellblade Two. Mm. Yeah. Good trailer. Yeah. It like. Visually, looks fucking great. It looked pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Just the the fidelity of the graphics was way up there. Mm. Not sure if I'm interested in another Hellblade game personally. I hated <laughs> that first one. He certainly did. But um, you know, go for it. There's not even. Uh, it's not even. Even though they own that company now, right? Apparently, this might not be exclusive. Because there may have been pre-existing stuff with the IP. The fact, yeah. That, so right, right. That's but, a weird. I mean, maybe that, you know, I'm sure they don't have a ton of choice, but that is a weird first one to just be like, yep, here, you know, mm. here's the here's the big first reveal of something running on this machine. The fact that that game got a sequel as well yeah. is kind of strange to me. It very much ended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, it, it a good uh, visual showpiece for like, here's kind of our target for the future of games. Mm. Because it did say it was running an engine and stuff, but I just don't trust that ever with... I generally don't, yeah. yeah. Like all that Killzone 2 shit from back in the day and mm. there's there's so many examples of graphics not living up to the initial reveal. I wonder if this is a Microsoft thing of being like, yeah, Sony has had basically all of the prestige single-player narrative games for the past generation. Yeah. Now we've got one. It was like a critical hit. And also, it looks beautiful on this console. Yeah. That could be a strategic thing, maybe. I'm sure they would love to. I would love them to have more of that sort of thing. Mm. It, it would be great if there was some proper, um, like, really desirable Xbox exclusives mm. beyond the three franchises they already have. Yeah, yeah. Gears Tactics got shown off. <laughs> Fuck. That just looks like a, a bro-y um, XCOM. Yeah, it's an XCOM mod. Yeah. Which I'm super into. <laughs> like, I think it kind of looks fun. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I mean, we've played a bunch of those kind of games in the past few years, and I think we've all liked basically all of them. Yep. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps got, like, a longer trailer. It looks beautiful. Mm. That first one's great. Yeah. yeah. I've still not gotten around to it. I need to fucking jump in. Yeah. 
It's really, really good. Uh, when Brave, is that out? It's started. It's yeah, I think it's year? Jan or Feb next yeah, right. year. Mm. I didn't have time to say January or February. Yeah. Yeah. I had to quicken it up. You really uh, did save a lot of time as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, March 11. Another fucking March one next Oof. year. Uh, oh, whoops. Okay, that's gone forever. I've, Do you uh, kind of think that's kind of weird to um, uh, kick off the show with mm. that Xbox announcement? Um, I mean... It's weird programming. You would think that yeah. would have been a great one for like get to the end and... But I'm guessing Microsoft is like, can thing. you get us in there while people are still watching? Yeah, I wonder if Microsoft uh, sure. paid a, a billion dollars to have it at the start. I'm not... Mm. Sh- yeah, it, it. I wonder how it works with these trailers, whether the Game Awards is seeking people or if they are charging people. For advertising space. Yeah. I mean, I think now they could. I don't know if early days anyone would have paid a premium. Because there's a lot of sponsorship that happens in that show. Remember the Schick Hydrobot? (laughs) I'll never forget it. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Just (laughs) the most soulless fucking character. They made a Twitter for him. I was looking at the Schick Hydrobot's Twitter the other day. Fuck. It was a... a big razor suit <laughs> that looked like a robot that someone wore in like the 2016 Game Awards mm, yeah, or something. Yeah. And I became obsessed with it <laughs> because it's just so cold. It was like Literally faceless of, corporate shit. It's yeah, just a razor. Right, right. It's like a Futurama, idiocracy, like yeah. ultimate uh, satire thing that has happened. And then setting up a Twitter forum that hasn't tweeted <laughs> since 2016 <laughs> is so fucking funny. It's great. I don't. I think it would be funnier if it was consistently tweeting. Yeah, it's <laughs> <No. laughs> still Just going. Yeah, being like a reply guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bravely Default Two. Yeah, which is a weird name because there was a second Bravely Default game. Called Bravely Second. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm. But uh, yeah, that was kind of a surprising um, announcement as well. I'm going through the surprise. Oh, let's do. Let's Have do you the ever ones. Play the first one. <laughs> I actually thought the trailer looked really good I'm so bored by my own question <laughs> uh, No, I, I never played the first one I thought the trailer looked sick It looks like a kind of game that I would like Yeah, cool sure. yeah. I wonder, I mean I, So I think the, the uh, way it works is that Bravely Second was a sequel to Bravely Default But Bravely Default 2 is a completely separate thing Sort of like Final Fantasy Oh, okay Yeah, right So if they do another Bravely Default 2 It'll be Bravely Default 2 Second. Bravely D- yeah. Default 2 Second. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or Bravely Second 2. Oh, right. Maybe. No, yeah. that w- it wouldn't be that, surely. <laughs> no. Um, Bravely Default 2 Second. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Bravely Default is a weird fucking name anyway. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I mean, it- the default in a lot of people's eyes kind of boring, mm-hmm. a bit dull. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the standard. And, you know, to just be comfortable with being vanilla and just being completely in the middle and be completely boring takes a lot of bravery. The takes Xbox Series X coming out <laughs> summer 2020. The Chic Hydrobot 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Chic 2 bot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of stuff that had already been announced, I've got more things about it. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, ghost of Tsushima. Is I've been ghost? saying ghosts yeah, yeah. the whole time, but uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, there's only one ghost in this game. Mm. I thought a really boring trailer. It looks nice and everything, but it did nothing didn't show anything. It didn't make me more interested than the launch trailer. No, exactly. Yeah. Less, because I don't remember any gameplay out of this one. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Oh, there was a little tiny bit, but right. I think about the same amount as the launch trailer. Right. Not, not a bunch. Well, because in that, they had that deep dive one where they like climbed on top of the yeah, roof and did like, Riding a horse through the reeds and yeah. shit. Yeah, it still looks nice, but I still kind of don't get what it is. Right, and um, I think it's 
I think it's like because um, there was a bit of climbing around and shit. Open worldy-ish, actiony-ish, Assassin's Creed type thing, right? I, I I got the picture. It was a little bit more linear, right? A little bit closer to a Uncharted. Sure, maybe somewhere in the middle. Mm. Uh, a really good trailer, I thought, for No More Heroes three. No more heroes three. Where he has a little alien, the little anime alien, and then it goes oh, off and comes back home. Yeah, just like weird and characterful. Yeah. Um I played maybe an hour of that first game on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's another fucking old game I'll go back to over Christmas because yeah. I thought it looked like a fun sort of style. Right. A little like I think it. I, I can't remember exactly the trailer, but it seemed like it was very aware that it was a video game type of humor. Yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah. Which might yeah. become grating as has happened with every game that has ever done that in the past. <laughs> um, more content for Control. Yeah, yeah. Looked like sort of a wave-based survival mode thing, maybe. Yeah, it was Expeditions, is it called? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Like a randomized kind of... Yes. Which I'm up for. The uh, combat in that game is great. I saw it described as like end game mode. Like right. often, you know, there'll be a game, you finish the story and then you go around leveling up and doing missions and shit. Perfect. Perpetually. I think it's that. I kind of wanted that out of that game as yeah, well. So yeah. that's, that's great because it's just like a free update. And then the first proper DLC pack comes out in March or something, yeah. or February or January even, yeah. or April or May found, or June. The Foundation, I think it's called. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I bought the season pass for that game already just because, yeah, it was, it yeah. was great. And that uh, Expeditions thing is, it's hey, gamers, guess what? A little surprise for you. It's out right now. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I haven't played it then. I guess I don't like that game that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> um, a couple of Magic the Gathering games. Mm. A lot of Magic the Gathering shit all over this. Yeah. Apparently kids are into board games again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Apparently that's the hot new thing. Tabletop. Fortnite's done. Mm. And if now they can tear themselves away from the mobile phones for five oh. goddamn seconds. <laughs> Tommy, you've skewered them. <laughs> I can't believe what a great political cartoon you've just yeah. scribbled down and pushed towards me. Yeah. A woman p- pushing a pram yes. <laughs> that is now empty because mm. she's looking at her phone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking up the heat, look up looning. One of the worst cunts to ever fucking oh, yeah. talk oh, about in this country. Yeah. Uh, more cyberpunk stuff, kind of. <laughs> while, while you're looking up the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Internationalists are looking up bushfires and Michael Looney. <laughs> well, because I know that some people overseas do listen to this going like, Australia seems weird. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And it they're is. not wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking bizarre place It's really live. weird. Yeah, it's Look terrible. up Wobby's World. We Ooh. must have talked about that before. I think we might have covered it on a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could, do a, we could do a special episode where it's just like, Ask, uh, yeah, the Feel the Casual's Guide to Australia. Oh! He's all the best Australiana. things. Australiana. Australiana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Bart's Guide to Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, Sort of more cyberpunk stuff. Not really. Just the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was cool. Run the Jewels. Grimes. Yep. Bunch yep. of other people. That was Doing cool, actually. Doing yeah. stuff for it. Apparently. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a smart choice for that game. Like, make it... Uh, almost like Bioshock Infinite Shonk I heard Shonk <laughs> I, I said Bioshock is the problem Bioshock Kong yes <laughs> where um, it had the music that you knew but in a different time period oh yeah if you made future sounding music of music that kind of sounded like today's music yeah, like, that yeah. could be really cool yes um one of the most awkward fucking stage interactions I've ever seen with another some fucking thing for Apex Legends. Oh. Did you see that bit when Jeff Keighley was like talking to the animated whichever Apex Legends character 
And it was like a back and forth of oh like, God. you were meant to be here half an hour ago. Sorry, oh, Jeff, fuck, I was I busy. Did. I yeah. did see that. Yeah, that was really shit. Absolute nightmare. Look that one up with the heat and the I other d- thing. I didn't know <laughs> it was an Apex Legends thing. I must have missed the start. But yeah, yeah, I did see that. I tuned in when I saw people tweeting about how lame it was. <laughs> fuck. It was fucking terrible. Um, two, so that it, that's really all the old stuff that they kind of had new trailers and whatever for. Mm-hmm. Which So the rest of this is all new shit, which is pretty crazy. Um, two League of Legends. Oh yeah, story story based single player. Nope, multiplayer online. But no, that's League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Convergence and Ruined King. I think yeah. they're like single player games focused on one of the characters from League of Legends, yeah. right. right? Which is a good idea. I'm not really interested in it, as I assume we're all not because we're not League of Legends people. Yep. But um, I think that's a cool thing to do with that property. Yeah. If you work there. Riot Games, weird company. Yeah. They've recently settled that lawsuit uh, about sexism in their company by paying a lot of money, which is something that innocent people generally do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That Godfall game, which looked like a kind of generic fantasy combat thing. So generic. Yeah. It's a loot loot melee game. That's right. They had some fucking word they used for it. Looter slasher. Oh. Yeah, nah. It doesn't sound like it's for me. And for um, that to be the first PS5 announcement. Not ideal. Nah. I, like, not Sony's doing, really. Because sure. it's like a third-party separate game. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, something called Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. Again, tabletop games are back. I was going to say, I think Dungeons & Dragons is the big one. I think that's yep. the one I've heard most about being getting having a resurgence. So there were games called Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance back on like the PS2. Right. And I guess this is like a sequel or like a spiritual successor to them. Was that? They were like Diablo. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Yeah. But were they from the D&D world or did they just use the mechanics? Because all of them used the, the, that, uh, the combat mechanic, didn't they? I think that those ones w- were more using like the Boulder's Gate lore and whatever. Right. Which is D&D stuff Drizzed And that oh sort of thing Yeah I know a name of a character It sounded like uh, One of the, the streamers Who was nominated for <laughs> Drizzed um, So yeah That's some kind of I guess Diablo-y thing again mm-hmm. They didn't show much about that Just uh, like a CG trailer That fucking Fast and the Furious game Crossroads oh. It looks just dog shit uh, Like people have complained About Need for Speed Getting bad And this looks like the like Worse than the last Seven of them Which is such a shame Because you could there, There's a fun game To be made Using Fast and the Furious As your jumping off point Yeah As your jumping off Of a ramp point <laughs> Very good <laughs> But it's probably Not that one No uh, Magic Legends Another Magic the Gathering thing Which is a Massively multiplayer game mm-hmm. By then About that Something called Naraka Blade Point any memory jumping back at you? I just read about all of this about uh, two hours ago, and that's already left my, my memory. <laughs> yep, same. Naraka Blade Point. No. 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 Nine to five? Ringing a bell? No. The, the reason I'm doing that for these ones is because there's no blue link on the Wikipedia page <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember walking away from the TV for a minute and walking back and seeing a logo for something called 9 to 5 and being like, oh, I guess I missed that one. Yeah. So sorry, 9 to 5, if we're not giving you your dues, but that's I, the work day well. Again, I read about all of this very recently and I still don't remember this coming mm. up. Path of the Warrior. 
<laughs> I would love to cut to Ben two hours ago reading like a Chinese menu or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dumplings Plus. <laughs> That's my favourite game. Uh, prologue. Oh, now this is developed by Here what's his go. name from PUBG. Here, oh, this is that one. Yeah. I signed up to their mailing list. Fuck. Yeah. So this is. Uh, I reckon it's like it's so it's first person vision in a big lush forest. Yeah. And you just see it sort of looking around a little bit. Is it's this super vague about what it is? Yeah. The the language that they use on their like Kickstarter or whatever it was or just like coming soon page. Is that it's like a test It started off as some test mm. of tech stuff And moved into something else And I don't know We're trying to add something out So it seems like they don't know what it is Right But putting the PUBG logo all over stuff And saying a new PUBG experience or whatever And the it looks like it'll be some sig- single player PUBG thing Yeah Possibly Yeah Which could be cool Yeah, I, I was intrigued by it Yeah I don't know why Because I know literally nothing about it But it It Got me for some reason It really sounded like They didn't as well Yeah um, So yeah That's kind of a weird one uh, Hellblade 2 again Sons of the Forest The sequel to Son of the Beach <laughs> The popular <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking <laughs> reference <laughs> Jesus Christ The prequel to Sons of Anarchy As well <laughs> This is uh, The Forest was a survival horror game And this is a sequel Oh okay Who gives a shit <laughs> um, Surgeon Simulator 2 yeah Wacky VR bullshit thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Rivals The Rink Oh That's got to be some hockey thing right? Yeah sounds like it Weird West Oh yeah I watched uh, the trailer for that again this afternoon What was Weird West? That was the, the It's like an RPG It's an action RPG Sort of looks like a uh, Again sort of like a Diablo Kind of reminds me more of Disco Elysium Yeah mm-hmm. Um uh, Wild West with monsters. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember the trailer for that looking like it could be not great. It looks like it's trying to be in that like CRPG, I guess you call them, mm-hmm. genre with the like, well, what we got the this C stand cr- for? computer, I believe. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's back from when you had J and C. Right. And, and C normal. used to be W. So Western RPGs used to be called computer RPGs because right. there weren't really console ones. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a lineage, but I'm almost definitely and wrong. And it's d- a distinction from tabletop RPGs, which are just called RPGs. Yeah. So and that's but that's why it's a computer RPG because yeah. it's not on the tabletop. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh. It do- there's been a lot of these shown in the past couple of years. Yeah. Some for the Switch, some for the PC, some for consoles. None of them. Have made me want to play them. I think there's something about this one being like it's the Wild West, but it's a little out there, mm. and that sort of thing. Just it didn't it didn't sell me on it. People had to call Disco Elysium the game of the year f- to get me to play it, and so, I to right. get me to want to play it and still have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Weird West is a subgenre that combines elements of the Western with another genre, usually horror, occult, fantasy, or science fiction. Hmm. That's what you get if you click on the blue link. There you go. DC's Weird Western Tales appeared in the early 1970s and named what and the Weird Western was further popularized by Joe R. Lansdale, who is perhaps best known for his tales of the Weird West, a genre mixing splatterpunk oh. with alternate history western. I think it's words like splatterpunk that make me not really interested in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like obviously that article wasn't about this game, but yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and the last big announcement, apparently, from this, it felt like it went for 700 hours. <laughs> but this is apparently the last uh, announcement they had was The Wolf Among Us 2. Yeah. That's cool. Oh. Made a- <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Move it on. I think it made a lot of people go... Well, isn't Telltale dead? Yeah. Because <laughs> it even said a Telltale series right at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a skeleton crew. It's not a full development team anymore. Right. It's like a few people contracting. The trailer looked good. I was I watched it again just before because I sort of zoned out or didn't really take it in at the time. But I was like, does this look good? Because like, you love it- that first one. I love it. It's one of my favorite games. Yeah. yeah. Really, really loved it a lot. It looks good. Okay. It's well drawn. Doesn't seem like a shitty cheap game, I guess, is what I was looking out for. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess it must be hard to kind of get your hopes up that this will even be finished. Yeah. Because yeah. Who, who knows what the situation is with Telltale at the moment. Well, it says yeah. here it's being developed in association with Ad Hoc Studio. I think they're the former Telltale Ad Hoc. Stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. So the least good beastie boy. <laughs> Former Telltale game staff focusing on the game's narrative and cinematic elements while Telltale will implement the gameplay and other designs. In addition to returning Telltale staff, Harrington and Yvette will return to voice Bigby and Snow White and Emerson Johnson will compose music for the game. The game uh, will be released in an episodic approach. This it, cause so it says here there, were, there was a sequel announced in 2017 mm. that after closure, but this sequel will be worked completely from scratch. Using right. none of the ideas and initial work that had been done under the former Telltale banner before its closure. That's bizarre because yeah. I assumed the reason that it was even happening at all was because they would just continue or finish off that development. But I bet legally they don't have access to those assets yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So they've sense. just got to start again, but this would be the money melon yeah. if they've got those names. Yeah. And they've got time to work on something. Why not work on this? And you've, if you're working on, you're trying to keep costs down, a smaller project that does have niche appeal. This is yeah. probably the one. Mm. Are the license like, would be cheaper. It's not bad. Batman or something. Are there decisions from that first game that you would hope would still carry over to this one? Uh, or anything kind like that? Of, or does it wrap uh, up? No, there's there are a few characters who are sort of at the end, uh, like, I'm going off here, I'm going off there. It does wrap up the story very well. Right. But there's probably some implications regarding, yeah, you, the way you treated certain characters. Okay. But, but that's, that's kind of also why I'm not, like, frothing at the mouth over it. Because right. the first one is it's pretty much, you know, it's done. It's a, it's a closed story. Yep. Is that the same with the, with the Batman one and with the Game of Thrones one and all that as well? Game of Th- uh, No, that is very much a cliffhanger. <laughs> right. Well, that's never coming back as well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's, which is a shame. Because yeah. that really did, like, it built up a lot of interesting things, a lot of story elements. And a lot of people died or didn't die. So right. it would have been cool to continue that. What about Batman? I don't remember. Okay, so probably, who cares? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably, it's, probably it's Batman-y. Like, yeah, uh, sure. they, they definitely leaned more into the origins of the Joker and the Joker getting involved with Batman and stuff. Oh, fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> dude, where did he, oh, That's crazy. I don't even know if I want to know the Joker's backstory, though, because, like, <laughs> the whole thing is that he's an enigma. I don't know why I'm doing an impression of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any particular categories you want to hear their picks from? We'll do Game of the Year, their ones at the end. Oh. We've got... I'll, I'll tell you the categories, okay. and you can stop me if you want to hear them. Okay. Best ongoing game. You don't want to hear about Fortnite? No. Okay. Best art direction. Yeah, okay. Okay, so the nominees. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Sekiro Shadow Dies Tw- Shadows Die Twice, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Grease, uh, Death Stranding, and Control. I mean, there's some great 
artistic games in there. Yep. Grease one, didn't it? Control. Oh, really? Apparently. Fuck. That's good. Control looks fucking amazing. Yeah. And the atmosphere of it is is really great. The yeah. fact that they've made just like big grey squares look different and interesting <laughs> yeah. the whole way yeah. through. Uh, like the Xbox Series X. Uh, that does look like something you could throw around in control. It really does. <laughs> it really hey. does, yeah. Best audio design. Went mm. to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah, all the bullets and shit. That's g- yeah, the guns sound pretty good. Mm. Uh, but Death Stranding is nominated here, and that had some pretty good shit going on. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the all the little sounds of the UI. The that's true. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that was robbed. Yeah. It was robbed. And the the music coming in, I mean, they reused that like 30 times throughout the game, but it did sound good. Mm. Um, games for Impact. What is that? I think that was the one where they were like, these have something to say. Yeah. Mm. These games are social commentary. Um, Life is Strange 2, Kind Words, Sea of Solitude, Concrete Genie, Grease 1. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking of. Sure. I, I don't know why. Didn't they? They created that ca- that category f- that year about the depression game. Oh, that Dragon Cancer, maybe. Oh, maybe that, yeah. I think it was that one, which yeah. I've still never played. No, neither. Um... Action game, Devil May Cry 5, role-playing game, Disco Elysium, family game, Luigi's Mansion 3. Which were, there were all the nominees were Nintendo games? <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure, Mario Maker 2, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Yoshi's Crafted World. And then like a bunch of others, fucking sports game slash racing, and that's mm. uh, Crash. Best multiplayer is Apex Legend. Uh, all of these are freely available on the same Wikipedia page I'm looking at if you <laughs> yeah. want to look them up. Mance Mickelson won Best Performance but wasn't there. But you know who was there, who was also nominated for Best Performance and didn't win? Mm. Norman Reedus, mm. who was... Ugh. He put a lot of his life into that game. Yeah. Uh, but I, and Mads Mikkelsen didn't even film an acceptance speech or anything like oh, that. Man. Yeah. Just oh, had his name said and they moved on. And then Norman Reedus, uh, had, there was a seat filler in his seat after that, <laughs> sitting next to Hideo Kojima. Oh, wow. Fuck. Pretty weird. I mean... Mads Mikkelsen is a better actor. Yeah, and he's better in that game. Yeah. But Norman Reedus is fine in that game. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen should have won. I think he yeah. he definitely got into the spirit of that game the most. I think so, and yeah. And like hammed it up just enough. Mm-hmm. He chewed, chewed just enough scenery. Yeah. Um, best Game Direction Death Stranding did win, mm-hmm. which uh, is like, pretty cool. Usually in the awards, best director and best thing go yeah. hand in hand. No. I, I really thought, I honestly thought Death Stranding would win best game. So did I, kind of. But the winner out of the nominees, which were The Outer World, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Resident Evil 2, Death Stranding and Control, was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. Which you'll hear our Game of the Year podcast next week. Yeah. But I think it's no spoiler to say. Well, it is, but <laughs> let's talk about that game now because we don't talk about it really yeah. next week because it didn't even make any of our top five no no and i don't i played a fair bit of it and it's good yeah it's a good game but i don't know it's not the game of the year no i didn't feel so either no it's not the game that you're gonna look back on you know as as the years roll past yeah and remember strongly as being the most interesting and best and most innovative Mm. game of this year it's like the fourth best from software game. Yeah. Maybe the fifth even. Yeah, right. So like maybe it's got one of those like weighted average type of things where if everyone puts something at number three, right. it ends up winning. Yeah. But, that, would, um, that would probably 
be the only thing that explains it. Yeah. Surely not every games journalist out of 80 but loved it's, that game. It's it's one like GameSpot's one and I think another one. Like there's been a few places that have given it the game of the year, which fair enough, it's all subjective. But and it's a good game. It's like it a 7 good. out of 10, 7.5 out of 10. I'd but maybe it, even give it an 8. I think I was thinking an eight originally. <laughs> I softened it a bit because, but, but then every other game is either divisive enough to be interesting to me, yeah. or is like a nine out of ten or a ten out. Of, like Control is a very, very good game that did yeah. some new and interesting things. Death Stranding, I didn't like it, but I would have been very happy for it to win Game right. of the Year. Yeah. I think even the people who aren't really into Sekiro can see that it's competent, and the people who love it are probably seeing the same level of competence with it, but it gels right. with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It feels like a very traditional choice. Sure. Like it's the most classic gamey type of game, I reckon. Aside from maybe Smash Brothers, but that's almost like its own thing. The Outer yeah. Worlds, I guess, as well. And Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah. And Control and Death Stranding. Everything other than Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah, it, but, uh, you know, it's not bad enough that I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm just, like, just unenthusiastic yeah. about when it's, it. When it's same. up against something like Control and Death Stranding, it sticks out as weird. Yeah. Even just Death Stranding, like, in terms of just it being a game that seems like it should be a game of the year, regardless of just, like, yeah. your thoughts or the quality, it's like, this is a... I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, what's the, what's the criteria? What mm. are they looking for? Because it... Yeah, if Death Stranding wasn't on that list, you kind of could just go, all right, well, I guess Resident Evil 2 right. shouldn't win it because it's a remake. I guess Smash Brothers Ultimate is, yeah, it's like its own thing. Mm. And kind of you can kind of a down remake of 4. Yeah, almost. Control yeah. was buggy Yeah, and The Outer Worlds... Derivative of Fallout. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's And like, fuck, if you're using the classic... Uh, uh, maybe we talk about this next week The game's rating scale of graphics, sound, yeah. gameplay Sekiro probably gets like a 9 out of 10 for all of those It is very right. well made It yeah. just it, it didn't have that little spark for me necessarily mm. Mm. I think because it becomes apparent that it's a rhythm game yeah. At some point And that j- yep. it just didn't quite eh, I don't know mm. It didn't quite hit me like a samurai sword mine <laughs> Oh <laughs> Hit me um, slowly, hit me quick. The <laughs> other two the categories that I want to point out. Yes. Subway presents the fresh <laughs> indie game. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. It's that's the new Chic Hydrobot. Oh, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> Subway presents... And it doesn't say it on the Wikipedia page. It just says fresh indie game here. Yeah, they're ashamed. Kind of yeah. makes even less sense. But it was the Subway presents... Yep. Fresh indie, indie game. I'd love the idea that you go into a subway and it's just like big banner hanging up. Congrats too. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. Just, yeah. just write, you know, don't just name the awards. Yeah. Actually get some, you know, maybe there's like little two. Do uh, you want to say what pa- it is? <coughs> what one? Oh, uh, it was something called Zaum. I don't know. Oh, wait, no. Disco Elysium one. Disco Elysium. Cool. Yeah. So maybe it's That's like. That's the name of the uh, developer. Sorry, Zaum. Right, right. You know, they've got this partnership with Subway. Take it all the way for the next month. Little kids club. Disco Elysium toys yep. oh, at Subway. Yeah. Uh, a My Friend Pedro sandwich with banana in it. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game. You know what you put in there. Fuck yeah. Slay the Spire. I know chicken. Out of Wilds. <laughs> uh, you eat the sandwich and then in 22 minutes they give you another sandwich. Yep. Okay. And Grease. Don't know anything about it. Um, black leather jacket. <laughs> Uh, the other interesting one is the player's voice category, just people's choice. Yeah. Nominees. So the top four were Smash Brothers Ultimate, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which uh, doesn't feature anywhere else in this list. Yeah, yes, yeah. Rightfully so, probably. Yes. 
um, Death Stranding, and then Fire Emblem Three Houses one, which right. again is suspiciously absent from a lot of these lists. Yeah, mm. yeah, a beloved game of this year. I would have had that instead of Smash Bros for ne- game of the year, at least yeah. nominated. It's yeah, sure. Well, Smash yeah. came out. I mean, it was I, one well, the it game came awards out at the twenty. Yeah, it happened yeah. like the same day that yeah. it came yeah, out that's though. Right. So yeah, critical darling. Yeah, players, a lot of players loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is strange for it not to feature anywhere. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, but but there you I, go. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the Game Awards yeah. 2019. Bit of fun, but uh, just a prelude to the real Game Awards, which are the Filthy Casuals official Game of the Year 2019 deliberations. Oh yeah, mm. and we don't deliberate at all. We've already made our minds up and then just tell each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We used to <laughs> deliberate and we were frequently sequestered for the longest time. <laughs> yes. we loggerheads, not yeah. able to get on the same page. Uh, let's call it a week there for another... Oh, my God. <laughs> let's call it a day for another week. Yes. As the world keeps heating up, yep. Tommy's going to get less and less reliable <laughs> less on this and podcast. Less coherent. It's, it's, ju- it's good that we've pre-recorded the, for the next few weeks. Yeah. At least. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Head to filthycasuals.com. Uh, .au <laughs> for links to our uh, band camp premium episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our Let's Play series. Yes. We're going through Until Dawn. Yep. People They're are frothing on it. People are loving it. Yuck. Thanks that to word's it. so gross. <laughs> They're frothing. Ugh. Thanks to everyone who's been watching them. There's still new ones of them going up every week. Yes. Um, uh, what else? The Patreon. Get on the Patreon. You can get a bonus episode every week. And yeah, we've been banking a mm. lot of uh, extra content. We're doing... Big bumper episodes going year by year through the decade, and yes. they're really fun. Yeah, so Big yeah, old walks down memory lane. Music, so. movies, TV, yeah. major events. Yep. where we were in our own lives. Pretty, pretty interesting episodes. I reckon. Mm. So check all that stuff out, guys. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week for the game of the year. But until then, as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, the Schick Hydrobot will return. In gold for pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I couldn't remember the name of a James Bond movie. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.